Hi, welcome to the Shape America podcast. I'm Matt Pomeroy. And I'm Stephanie Sandino. And we're coming here live from Shape Nashville. Uh, kind of a quick impromptu session, uh, but it's really, really cool. And uh, we're talking ad- advocacy today and we're sitting around a round table and I guess we'll just quickly have everyone introduce themselves and we've got a little story to tell and some breaking news as well. So, uh, Mike Doyle is here, past president of Minnesota Shape. And I'm Carly Wright, the Director of Public Policy and Advocacy for Shape America. Brenda Caselius, Commissioner of Education and Champion for PE and Health Education. <laughs> cool. Well, welcome. And thank you for taking your time out of this busy, busy week, you know, here at Shape Nashville, just to sit down with us and um, let everyone listen and hear what's going on. And Carly, I know, needs to get to an all-member meeting. So Carly's got some late and breaking news and really, really exciting. So uh, Carly, we're going to start with you. Absolutely. Well, it's just been such an exciting week here at Shape America National Convention and Expo. And perfect timing for Congress to do us a big favor uh, when it comes to education. Uh, Just a few minutes ago, The president signed the omnibus appropriations legislation for FY18, which will fund education for the upcoming school year. And our big exciting news is that Title IV Part A under the Every Student Succeeds Act, which specifically supports well-rounded, safe and healthy students technology, where we're explicitly listed as a priority, received $1.1 billion dollars which is yes (laughs) exciting stuff that's a 700 million dollar increase over last year's 400 million so how about that it's going to be a lot more money for schools to really do something meaningful and impactful with so um we're psyched and can't wait to just um, you know, keep pushing out those advocacy messages, now making sure on the local level that our teachers are reaching out to their principals and superintendents and ensuring that, ensuring that they get a piece of that pie. I mean, big time news. You know, thank you, Carly, for all your advocacy efforts um, at that national level. And I know clearly it couldn't be done just without you, like you talked about. You it, got it. It gets spread through the nation. It comes down to that local level. But uh, everyone who is out there who sent an email to their senators, mm-hmm. you know, that, that added the hashtag, you know, more Title IV, um, you know. Went to speak out day. Went to speak out day, to speak out day that walked <laughs> right. on their capitals as well. Um, but yeah, it's big news. So Absolutely. Thank you. thank you. Absolutely. We were really excited this week to be able to highlight um, the advocacy work in Minnesota during one of our general sessions. Uh, we knew we wanted to talk about ESSA. We knew we wanted to highlight some of the great work that's happening out on the grassroots local level, at the state level as well. So um, I asked my good buddy over here, Mike Doyle, if he'd be willing to talk about that great work. And we kind of hatched a plan and said, you know what? Why don't we go out on a limb and ask mm-hmm. <laughs> and see if the commissioner would also join us. So kudos to Mike for making that happen. Yeah, I was, with everything I do in career and, and whatnot, it's like I always try to go big. You know, if, if, we, <laughs> if we can do it this level, what if we, what if we did it bigger and better? So that was my thought when Carly called me. You know, she asked if I'd want to be at the general session. I'm like, I would, but wouldn't it be better if, and bigger <laughs> if, we asked the Commissioner of Education from Minnesota to come out, and and I it happened to work out well. She came and visited my class on, on February 1st, and uh, as, as we're walking out to the door, uh, 
when she was leaving, I said, hey, would there be a chance that you'd maybe want to come to Nashville and, and, and speak to our general session about all the great things that have been happening in Minnesota with physical education and health and, and, and healthy students and, and share that with, with the rest of the people at the Shape Nashville conference. And after, after working through the calendar, we, we, we made it happen. So it was pretty awesome that that was definitely one of the one of the events I'll remember forever today, I think, for sure. Yeah, and if you were not at that general session on Friday, check out the Shape America Facebook page, mm -hmm. watch that video, because yes. I can tell you they rocked it. <laughs> what did it feel like being up there, Brenda? Like just in front of all those health and physical educators, um, how do you feel? Well, well, let me say, I do a lot of public speaking, <laughs> but man, the energy in that room, you guys know how to have fun. It's just, it was a blast um, to start off with the jump roping, you know, and the students just to ground us in why we actually are here and what our purpose is. How amazing was that to have kids here and kudos to your planners and folks because that just got everybody jazzed. Um, and then just the leadership of the SHAPE organization all around, um, from the executive directors, the presidents, just everybody in Carly's advocacy on the Hill. Just amazing, amazing people who are doing just great things for kids. And it just couldn't be more fun, and I feel honored and humbled to have been asked to be part of it. That's, that's amazing. Um, I know on stage you talked, Mike asked you what your why was, and that was kind of the overall theme today in the general sessions. So can I summarize what your why yeah. was? Oh, you want to summarize it for me? No, you can summarize <laughs> I think you're going to say it way better than I am. So I, I think I said that it's just the, you know, the incredible um, importance of PE and health in a child's overall well-being and their health, um, their mental health, their physical health absolutely matters to their academic learning and that PE is an academic subject. Um, and Ooh. so I think it is so mm -hmm. important to have it every single day. Um, and that is just, um, you know, it, to me, it's a non-negotiable, you know, I, I don't see how we don't have kids moving every single day um, and, and getting up and learning about their own overall well-being. Um, you know, if we want good little citizens who do good and give back all the time and care about each other in a compassionate and empathetic way, then we, they have to start with themselves and they need to learn that they matter um, and they need to invest in themselves. And it's, it's teachers who do that. Um, one of the speakers was talking about relationships. I think it was Deb yeah. who was mm -hmm. talking about relationships. And it was James Comer, a psychologist who I just think is a, a fabulous and well a, be, before his time because um, he'd be terrific. Um, to, he's still alive and still doing great things. But um, he said no significant learning happens outside a significant relationship. Right. And it is so absolutely true. And I always say, and this is my saying, and you can cop me if you want to, but <laughs> I think it's adults who create the conditions in which children succeed. And if adults aren't happy and joyful, then it's hard for children to be happy and joyful. So I can recall kind of the first tweet that went back and forth between you in the, uh, 2016. Yep. And I know you had kind of reached out and, and, and we're hopeful to kind of start this relationship and start the, the talk. So kind of need to hear a little bit of that backstory as well. Um, but I think you even responded with boy, 15 minutes of movement or activity within almost every hour uh, is important. And, you know, active kids learn better. We definitely know that. Yeah. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be 
always getting up and doing jumping jacks, but just active hands-on kinesthetic learning in the classroom as well. Um, so yeah, we were talking about the innovative furniture today and just yeah. kids moving and standing and sitting, you know, rather than just sitting the whole time all day long. Now uh, teachers are getting really creative around the classroom and how they use space in the classroom and the furniture that they have can get kids up and moving around. So let's talk a little bit about that connection that you made at that point in time and where Minnesota kind of went from there, uh, really with the SSA. Yeah, when, when, like I said, when we had that first meeting and, and she made the point, yeah, no one's really come around and ever just had a, mm -hmm. a conversation about the current state of physical education, the state of Minnesota. And that really, really struck me as like, well, if somebody has to, <laughs> you know, if, if somebody has to, to start this thing going and, and and have a, have a relationship with with the people up above and and just talk about this is where phys, physical education is this is where it could be and then with ESSA and then with the new standards and all that stuff happening at the same time in Minnesota it's been it's been a pretty exciting couple of years to see all of that growth happen so it's been and and that's what and I've heard you say this before you know I mean she can she can go around and talk about every school should have pee every single day, but it is up to that's, us. That's right. I mean, she would love to see that, but it's up to yeah. us as teachers to go back to our districts, right. go back to our school and make our case to our administrators and school board members and superintendents at the local level to make stuff like that happen. So mm -hmm. that's really stuck with me too, is, mm -hmm. is it, it is up to us. I mean, we, there's a lot that's, of work we need to do. That is so true. I was, Mike and I were talking last night and I said, you know, when I became commissioner, they didn't give me a, a fairy wand to just wave my magic wand and make things happen. So uh, your advocacy is absolutely important um, to get out there, to ask the tough questions, to ask the why questions, um, and just make sure that you get your fair share and your equal time. I think that's the, the biggest message I want to leave. And it's been Mike's incredible leadership with MinShape across our entire state with just such passionate, incredible Minnesota PE teachers. I just can't tell you how lucky we are in Minnesota to have such awesome teachers. And, and where somebody who doesn't know what to do, where they could start, invite people into your gym. I yeah. mean, send an email to a school board member, to your principal, to a superintendent. Say, come on in, take a look at what quality physical education is because they might not know. Right. Some of those people haven't been in a gym since for, for a long time and there's a lot of really cool things happening now. So that would be a great starting point. Invite those people in to see what that looks like and then that's where you're gonna get their support. Mm -hmm. Can you quickly talk me through, you had six major meetings. Was it over the course of the last year where you spread your Minnesota shape kind of members yeah. out and about yeah, those and you were, were trying to educate um, was it different regions? Yeah, they were regional ESSA meetings. That way the commissioner could go around the state and hear mm -hmm. from all the different stakeholders that were involved in, in this in this document or this law. And yeah, my, my goal was to make sure that physical education and health was represented at every single one of those meetings all around the state. And like I said up there, I mean, we know she, uh, Commissioner Castilli supports us, but I want to educate the rest of the people yeah. in that yeah. room. They're the ones that need to hear yeah, PE is part of well-rounded education because they, they probably didn't know. And Mike you know? may not even know this, but we had over 300 meetings okay. with thousands of teachers and stakeholders engaged in this process. And we had the six regional meetings were like our final meetings that we were having. But the he had there were a lot of MinShape teachers that came to other meetings too, mm -hmm. you know, just to show up to all the other meetings too. But um, we had these official kind of 
town hall type of, of get-togethers that they were definitely there. They got a stretching, playing games. Yeah, and that's, that's what we did. I mean, <laughs> They did demonstrations. We, we, we actually timed it out where, you know, the meetings were an hour and a half, an hour and yeah. 15 minutes, and when it was time to pass around the microphone, we intentionally waited until like an hour five because people had been sitting for over an hour. Then all of a sudden right. we just did a quick little you know, uh, brain boost or something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you could just tell how everybody's happy. And just to make that point, yeah, about that 30 seconds of movement totally changes the way you feel. Right. Now think about your kids in class that sit there for one hour, you know, yeah. what they must be going mm -hmm. through. So it, it, it was pretty effective, I thought. It really... Well, we were really up. thankful too because then you didn't get the mean questions because everybody's in a much, much better place in their yeah. mind, right? Yeah. <laughs> Strategic planning. There. there you go. There it is. Yeah, and I know you even brought in some students, you know, to kind of yep. speak to them as well, which, again, is they are our best advocates, right? They're awesome. Well, the student voice is one that's often forgotten. Yeah. That's right. what I've learned from this whole experience. And we've been meeting some before where we've learned that the student voice is sometimes forgotten. We're making decisions about kids, mm -hmm. but we should be hearing from them mm -hmm. before these decisions are made. So, yeah, for sure, always include your students. And aren't they amazing nowadays? I mean, unbelievable. This new generation coming up, I love these kids. Mm -hmm. They're going to save us from ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> They're just a great group of kids. Big thought process kind of went into Minnesota here, and we thank you for kind of sharing that thought mm -hmm. process. Thank, and you. thank you. Kind of how it worked out. And Carly, big congratulations yeah. again on that. And Huge. Um, any last-minute piece of advice that you'd just like to share with anyone listening? Or Sure. I mean, we, we had a big success today, but uh, we can't stop. And we got to just keep up the, that advocacy effort, um, keep asking, not taking no for an answer, <laughs> um, and, and, and making sure that we're just continuing to invite folks into the school, invite, invite them to come see kids engaging in physical activity and learning about health. Um, and, and building those relationships and um, we'll continue to, to build on this success and make more great things happen down the road. Because what I think about is people always probably say, it, is going to Washington DC worth it? You know, that was my fifth time. Is it worth it? Well, as of 30 minutes ago, <laughs> it's worth it. I and it feels so, so good. It yeah. does. And then just to keep keep That's going, right. keep going, because it makes a difference. And we just found out found that out today. Absolutely. We're in a really Incredible. good spot right now. Yeah. 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 Just keep it going. Yeah. Thanks for taking part yeah. in helping push the profession forward. Mm -hmm. Movers and shakers at this table. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And I think... Without further ado, signing off from Shape Nashville uh, for another amazing episode of the Shape America podcast. Thank you all for being here uh, one final time. And enjoy the rest of your time in Nashville. And don't forget, check out all those tweets, Shape Nashville. Facebook Live. All right, until next time. Bye.